0: Welcome to The Nine Line, your news and information source for healthcare related issues impacting Southern Nevada veterans, and a production of the VA Southern Nevada Healthcare System. And now, here's your hosts, John Archiquette and Joshua Gray.
1: Hi, welcome to the Nine Line Podcast. I'm your host, John Archiquette, and joining me is my uh, young Padawan, Joshua Gray.
2: Happy May the 4th, John. You know, th- this is going to air on Friday, um, or whenever you happen to download this on your favorite podcast service, like iTunes or the Google Play Store. But, we're recording it on May the 4th, Thursday, and that is a high holy holiday for <laughs> many people in this world, including me. I went to our morning meeting today wearing my Stormtrooper helmet, and yeah, it's uh, it's a fun day. May the Force be with you all. And also with you. Joining us for the first time today, we have
1: uh, two new Jedi trainees. We have Ken and Charles from the
2: Welcome Center. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome, gentlemen. Thank you.
1: Thank that's, you. Your, yeah, we're, we're gonna, your,
3: that's
2: your stick but we're going to welcome you today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so in addition
1: to being, um, you know, May the 4th and, you know, Nurses Month and all the other recognitions, um, one recognition that we just celebrated was... Um, uh, patient rec I'm sorry not patient recognition patient experience. patient experience week yeah and as part of our patient experience week celebration we opened up our brand new welcome center so charles and Kenneth are the uh, smiling faces that you'll you'll see and will greet you um, upon walking into our welcome center so gentlemen tell me first tell me a little bit about your, yourselves as veterans i know both of you guys are you know our veterans and you know, are bringing that to the table when you you know when you're helping guide our veterans through the service here
3: Oh, okay. We'll go to me first. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> so um, Charles uh, is my name, and uh, I have I, I did 10 years in the Iowa Army National Guard um, to encompass one uh, deployment to Afghanistan, and it's uh, from 2010 to 2011. Um, I was an MP officer. Um, I was part of the uh, 186 Military Police Company out of Des Moines, um, and then I moved over to the 734th RSG Um, before I got out where I was the assistant S-4. How
4: about you, Ken? Uh, For me, I did uh, four years of active duty in the Marine Corps, Uh, went in, delayed entry, and uh, served four years in field artillery. Uh, After uh, leaving the Marine Corps, I went into the Army Reserve which the very first drill I went to got called to active duty for Desert Storm so that was fun.
2: <laughs> so we
4: did transfer I was in tra- in a transportation unit there si- shipping equipment and personnel to su- different parts of Saudi.
1: Awesome. So as part of the, the welcome center last week we had a, a ribbon cutting ceremony and we, we we officially opened it but you guys have actually been kind of working there for a little while, right?
4: Yes, we actually opened in September. Okay. But due to certain delays with uh Different things and equipment that we needed. <laughs> uh, we kind of put off the uh, grand opening until patient experience. Yeah. Yeah. So, for those who aren't familiar with the
1: uh, the Welcome Center, uh, it's in the old library, it's in the main hallway uh, right next to the Patriot store. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, pop your head in there and say hi if you're looking for anything or just want to meet Ken and Charles. Uh, so, tell me a little bit about what your role is at the Welcome Center. You
3: please go ahead
4: okay well the Welcome Center the whole purpose of the Welcome Center is to provide uh, a basic knowledge and information to new and existing patients on how to navigate the various lines of service within the VA so if you come in and you don't know how to get something started or where to go um, how to do bereavement or start a claim enrollment they can always start with us and we have a wealth of knowledge between the three of us it's myself Charles and Melissa so between the three of Charles did uh, quite a few years in community care, so he's very knowledgeable in that in that realm. I did uh, several years in travel, so that's kind of my area of expertise. And Melissa, more so with the sea box. So we all have different areas of expertise, but we also combine to reach out to different resources to get information to pass on to veterans as well.
2: So one of the first things I thought <laughs> when I when I heard there was a welcome center, you know, mm-hmm. I'm. I'm like, well, wait a minute, we already have the information desks, right? So it sounds like what you guys do is a lot more expansive and, and quite different than just giving... Because like, when I think Welcome Center, I think someplace, I need to know where my appointment is. I'm kind of lost. It's a big building. I'm going to come here and they're going to tell me where to go. Um, but it sounds like what you guys are doing is, is quite a bit different than that.
3: Uh, yeah. So we're kind of like a step above the information desks. So we uh do know uh, not to say that they don't know where everything is in the hospital but we do as well but also we can go ahead and walk you there if we don't we'll go ahead we can in the welcome center we can describe where it's at we also have one of the portable shall we say one of the smaller versions of the wayfinders and we can give you the map that way and you can screenshot or not screenshot it use a qrf code to even have directions onto your phone to help you navigate through the hospital but we can walk you there as well physically if you want um and that aspect, we can also, because we have access, um, uh, because the information desks are with volunteers, we have access to the patient records, so we can pull you up um, and be able to look up where your appointment is if you happen to forget your card or whatever.
1: I'd like to know where you get a QRF code from, because a QRF code is going to call in a quick response for us. Oh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Somebody went old army. I'm sorry. On us. I'm sorry. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> it's a QR code, folks. QR, QR code. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Like I say,
3: a call, call it a, co- a QRF. I the want QRF to will get you those there. Don't worry. The QRF <laughs> is coming, and they will get <laughs> they you They there. are the QRF. They'll get <laughs> exactly. you. Yeah, yeah. They'll
1: rescue you. Yeah. <laughs> so with your experience in community care and your experience in transportation I mean, or and travel, I mean, those are two of the, the – probably the departments that get the most questions. Absolutely. Um, so what, how does that experience kind of help you in your current role?
4: Well, a lot of times uh, veterans come in, and they – may have questions or may be upset about something. So being able to actually not only provide the information but go uh, more in depth as far as the regulations and everything kind of reinforces what maybe they've already been told in that department, whether it's community care and travel. So hearing it reiterated from someone different outside of that department kind of lends that legitimacy to the information that they're getting. So a lot of times you can see them come from uh, 10 down to about 5 because you're giving the exa- the same exact information that they've already received in a letter or with one of the representatives in those departments.
2: You know, sometimes they just want to talk to somebody, right? Absolutely. Instead of
4: having a letter. Yeah. Right. Well, I think that you know that really
1: boils down to like why the welcome center is so great. Because to introduce somebody to you know the VA after leaving the service can be pretty daunting. And you know, we have things like the transition ser- service that kind of help people to make that bridge. Uh, but, you know, for people who just got out of the military, were like, I'm done, I'm washing my hands of this, I don't want to think about it anymore, right?
2: Absolutely. They don't
1: want to talk about the VA, they just they want to get out. Yeah. And then a couple of years down the road, they realize, like, oh, you know, maybe I want to get this looked at. Maybe I want to look into VA care. And, if you know, they may go to the website and realize, like, this is daunting, there's too much information here, I want to talk to someone, you know previous to this, we didn't really have that, you know, we had, you, you could sign up with primary care or enroll, but there wasn't really like a, a friendly face to help guide them through that process.
4: Right. And prior to that, like you said, it was all information coming from other veterans, which was not always the most accurate information, or, you know, what we call in the military barracks lawyers, <laughs> right. giving them information on, on how to navigate the VA, but we actually give them accurate information on how to utilize the services within the va how to get to those services and if we don't know we reach out and get those you know get in touch with social workers or other resources for them to utilize to help them navigate so like you were saying it's not just uh the new ones coming directly out of the military but a lot of veterans who maybe a buddy talked them into coming and they've been out for 20 or 30 years and they come in with the wide-eyed, lost deer in a headlight look. So, but by the time they leave, they leave with all this information, and they come back and they thank us. And you know, he yeah. prays on us because it's like you made this so easy. I thought it was much harder than this. So you guys have been soft opened
2: uh, for a, a little bit now, and, and now you've had the grand opening, and now there's a sign out front and a banner and everything, kind of like, hey, come, come talk to us. Yeah. What kind of feedback have you guys gotten since you guys have open opened? Um, But also, I guess, kind of a two part question, what I'm what I'm really interested in uh, is have you gotten any feedback or what feedback have you gotten from staff and providers about people who maybe wouldn't have touched you guys before, have now come through your office and and you've helped kind of grease the skids a little bit on on how things work. So, you know, what's the reception been like among among veterans? And then what staff had to say
3: about having this resource here? I don't think we've had anybody leave, shall we say, well, we've had some people that weren't fully be able to help, but everybody's left happy um, and knowing that we've we've done our best to be able to give to arm them with as much information as possible to be able to help them um, and put their mind at ease. Um, providers, um, all people through the hospital, have been um, excited to know that they have a place just one single location to send everybody to for a question I encourage people to send all the veterans to us that's fine that's our job we want to answer those questions and to the best of our abilities to get you those answers
2: now obviously you know the the VA Medical center here is kind of the the, the main hub of everything that we do here in the healthcare system but what happens if somebody comes in and they've got an issue but their issue is at out in at the p- clinic in Perum? or the issue is they've got a question about something at one of our community clinics
4: we actually reach out Um, so if it's not something to hear directly at the hospital we utilize um, our im service uh, instant messaging to reach out to the various resources we have patient advocates that we can find out okay well we have a veteran that's looking for this or this is going on how do we Uh, get that information to them so a lot of times we get direction from within our own department or maybe we know but once again we have Melissa who's that expert with those clinics and she can provide clinic specific information as far as uh, social workers and HUD-VASH and different resources like that.
1: We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with more from the Welcome Center.
0: You're listening to the 9 Line, a production of the VA Southern Nevada Healthcare System. We'll be back with more right after this.
5: This message is from the US Department of Veterans Affairs. Scammers exploit chances to commit fraud, like predatory law firms and not accredited representatives, targeting veterans and their survivors by offering to get you VA benefits. Report suspected fraud at va.gov slash oig hotline. Learn about general counsel accreditation at va.gov. This message is from the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs. Did you serve in the military? If so, you can obtain a free lifetime pass to more than 2,000 federal recreation sites. These sites are located across more than 400 million acres of public lands, including national parks, wildlife refuges, and forests. The lands host activities to fit any lifestyle, hiking, biking, fishing, camping, and much more. Gold Star families are also eligible for these free lifetime passes. Plus, they cover entrance fees for a driver and all passengers in a car, or up to three additional adults at sites that charge per person. Obtaining one is easy. Just go to the National Park Service website, nps.gov, or the National Park Service app.
0: Welcome back to The Nine Line, Southern Nevada's source for veteran-related healthcare news and information. Here's your hosts, John Archiquette and Joshua Gray.
1: Welcome back to the Nine Line Podcast, or should I say the Revenge of the, the Sith? Revenge of the Podcast? Yeah.
2: Bridget Something podcast. Yeah. Okay. Podcast. We'll go with
1: that. John and Josh here with Ken and Charles. We're talking about uh, the Welcome Center and May the 4th, of course. So uh, just before we get back into Welcome Center stuff, I'll put you on the spot. If you were a Star Wars character, who would you be, Ken? I would absolutely
4: be Yoda. We are the same height. <laughs> <laughs> we both have those uniquely good looks. And he is one of the most badass uh, Jedi ever.
1: All right. I like me. it. I like it. What about you, Charles?
3: I, I think I, I, I would like to identify with Obi-Wan if I, if I could. Uh, but I don't know. I still have a lot to, to learn from uh, Master Yoda. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs>
3: Josh. Oh, you're
2: going to ask me? Of course. Well, I don't support terrorism, so um, you know, anybody from the Empire. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go with Chewbacca. Uh, yes, pack. yeah. Wow, that's breaking the mold there, John. <laughs> for those since this is a radio show, for those of you who don't know, John is six foot six. Yeah. And kind of lumberjackish in, you know, facial hair and appearance. So it's not a stretch. And I'm a good co pilot.
1: Very good co pilot, yeah. All right, so getting back to the Welcome Center, what kind of things do you guys, I mean, besides being veterans, because you know I think it helps a lot to be able to to identify with a, a veteran coming in uh, from experience. But what kind of personality traits or
4: qualities do you think you need to
1: be a navigator?
4: You have to be patient. You have to be able to reach out to other people. You, you know, because some people don't feel comfortable with seeking out help or information; they rather try to uh kind of fumble finger their way through things but you have to be knowledgeable and you have to be confident in the information that you're giving that is correct so you can't come in there with a kind of closed off personality because they're coming in looking for somebody that's welcoming and we literally sit at our desk and we see people looking in kind of curiously and we'll wave them in so you know it's an opportunity for us to meet veterans as well as a system and offer them information on the welcome center
1: you know, with being veterans and being a lot of us being men, uh, maybe there's a hesitancy for us to ask for help, right? You don't want to look for directions, and you also don't want to be the the second lieutenant that's just lost somewhere on land nav. <laughs> it,
3: it, it, ha- it may have happened, but um, we won't talk about that. We always found got right back on track. It's okay. <laughs> but but you know,
1: when you see somebody like that who's make, maybe looks like they need help, but You know they don't want to ask for help how do you approach that
4: it's actually one of the things that we one of the directions that we were given by our chief is if we see someone we're supposed to walk around and engage veterans and if we see someone kind of looking around uh, to engage them hey is there anything i can help you with are you looking for something specifically you know can i walk with you to show you where it is so that's one of our directives is to look for veterans who are kind of lost or kind of looking around as though they are looking for something. Got that
3: compass out. Not, <laughs> not so sure.
4: Did you shoot your azimuth? I did. Okay. It's okay. <laughs> so,
2: you know, when, when folks come in here, sometimes they they get something goes wrong, or, or well, I don't want to say goes wrong, but, you know, they have an outcome that, that they didn't anticipate. Maybe they come in and a... They're having trouble with scheduling, or maybe an appointment is taking longer to, to get scheduled than they think it should, or, you know, they, they're they not satisfied with some care that they've gotten or something like that. And, you know, when, when I'm going through a difficult time, I always go back to, hey, who helped me last? Like, who's the last helpful person I talked to? So, what... I guess. I guess the question is: is you know, you talk about what you guys do do, and it's very expansive. What don't you do, right? If somebody comes in and they've had, you know, th- that they can't, you know, they're they're frustrated and they're looking for an answer, and they come back to the Welcome Center. Like, what don't you guys do?
4: Well, we are informational. We provide basic information, so we can't get into other uh, lines of service and give information more detail than what they may know uh because then we're we're kind of trading into area that we're not experts in so we get a lot of people in there who are not happy with outcomes maybe with claims we we try to explain what recourse of action they have but all we can provide is information so we you know we are not really like kinkos we don't do copying or faxing or scanning and that gets a lot of veterans upset but uh, we do everything that we can within the parameters of our, of what we've been given, to, what tasks to do. And we have a wide range because it's a n- completely new department. We have a wide uh, reach in what we can try to do to help veterans, but it has to be within our own lane. We can't get into other people's lanes.
2: Wait, do you have a lot of times folks come in and they're looking, they're trying to do VBA things? Because you're right next to the VBA office. You're right by the VSOs and you got to be like, wait, 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 no, nope, not us. It's those those folks over there. you got to go talk to them. Every day.
3: Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Just missed it by one door. That's, that's okay. And, but sometimes they come right on back and it's okay. Some people come to vent and it's okay. We can lend that ear and and we can all calm down. We've all been there Mm -hmm. um, as veterans (laughs) have been there. And sometimes it's nice to just uh, be able to get that off your chest.
1: Like when you finish up your work day, (laughs) what are the kind of things that you look back on and say, like, I had a positive impact today
4: for me personally uh i always carry the mentality no one left behind it's it's ingrained in you in the military so any veteran that comes in there that i'm able to uh, assist and i see the light bulbs come on and i or i see the smile or they come back and say thank you you were really helpful the information you gave me really worked out that for me is why i do the job that's why i wanted to be there because in travel it was a lot of complaints about what they weren't getting in community care, you're not face to face, but there in the welcome center, we're face to face with them and we can turn their day around. And that makes a world of difference for me personally.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Being able to, I mean, at, after spending six years in community care, um, not having that face to face, but being able to explain things to people and help them understand that process just a little bit more um, with anything. Um, and seeing them, shall we say, seeing the stress melt away, them being calmed down, just knowing, um, walking away that they know that you just saved me so much time and, and anxiety. Um, now I know I can go home and that this is, this is taken care of, that well, I understand.
2: And plus, you know, there's people that, that do have to navigate some of these things either without any help or maybe they had a caregiver, and that caregiver isn't able to help them anymore. You know, mm-hmm. so so having a resource like this to be able to come in and be like, "I need help. I, I need to know where to go. I don't know what to do. I don't know what's going on." Um, I, I think that's probably one of the most valuable things that we can can do to provide a, a a good experience here with what we're doing.
1: You know, it was something that we we heard a lot during the last couple of years because of the pandemic was that. We had moved so many things to being virtual, and and you know we kind of lost that personal touch in a lot of ways. And you know that's not just here at, at our facility. That I mean this is nationwide, in not only just in medical care, in every facet of our society. Um, you know, moving back to that personal customer service. Um, you know, finding a way to to reach veterans and talk to them face to face, and you know help them, you know guide them like you guys do. I think that's you know not only an important part of, of the patient experience, but it's a good part of customer care and customer
4: service in general. Absolutely, so. and this being the brainchild of Mr. Ramey, that was what he envisioned, is he wanted a hands-on approach to assisting veterans. That's why we get out and walk them. We don't just say, oh, enrollment's down that way. I'll take you to enrollment. I introduce them to the person that's gonna do the warm handoff. and you can a lot of times see that giant sigh of relief because they come in with this anxiety of not knowing where to go or what to do and when you give them the information then you actually walk them and warm hand off and you know hey have a great day you just you see the difference in their body posture and just overall uh temperament
1: mm. no it's it's a a great addition to the hospital i think it's a uh a phenomenal idea, and I'm, I'm excited to see you know as as you guys grow your team and and you know you you expand your reach. I think it's gonna be something I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how it you know how it affects our our you know our, excuse me our survey numbers and how you know how veterans respond to it. Right. Well, gentlemen, did you have anything else you wanted to go over today?
4: No, just any veterans that are out there, please pass the word along that if you have if you know someone who has. Uh, reservations about coming to the VA, start with the Welcome Center and we'll put all their worries and anxieties at ease.
3: Yeah, we look forward to seeing anybody, everybody coming in so that way we can get you on the right path, get you started.
1: Great. Thank you, gentlemen. And one other thing before we go, I want to make sure that I give a mention out for our upcoming VA 2K. Uh, May 17th at 11 o'clock in front of the Education Building. 9 a.m. 9 a.m. I'm sorry.
2: 9 a.m. to 1. Eleven okay. o'clock,
1: eleven o'clock Central Time. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Nine a.m. Uh, we'll be get, beginning the uh, the VA two K walk and roll. So if you would like to come participate, come join us. Otherwise, if you can't make it, you got things going on, but you'd like to still have an impact. Um, they are accepting donations for homeless veterans. Uh, if you go onto our website and our Facebook page, we'll have some instructions on where you and, and when and what you can down. Uh, you can um, uh, donate. Uh, for that, but it's a, it's a great cause. We used to do it every year up until the pandemic, and this will be our first year back. So um, I'm really looking forward to it. Me too. All right. Thank you, everyone. And we will talk to you again in two weeks.
0: You've been listening to The Nine Line, a production of the VA Southern Nevada Healthcare System. For more information about what the VA is doing for Nevada's veterans, check out our official web page at www.lasvegas.va.gov or follow us on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash LasVegasVA. Thanks for listening.